Hello, my name is Alan Collins. I'm the partner who heads up the abuse team at Hugh James, and welcome to the latest podcast brought to you by the abuse team at Hugh James. This time, it's just me. My colleagues are away at court and on holiday and all that kind of thing. And so you are going to have to make do with me today. So please do stay with me. As always, though, I need to remind you that these podcasts deal with very sensitive matters. The content can be upsetting. Anything to do with abuse, of course, is troublesome and distressing. So if you think you're going to be troubled by this latest podcast, which is going to be about mandatory reporting of child abuse, now's the time to switch off and go and do something else. Well, assuming that you're going to stay with me and listen to me for a little while, thank you for that. And as I said, we're going to be talking about mandatory reporting of child abuse. And you may say, well, what's all that about? Well, mandatory reporting is all about reporting concerns that a child is being abused or at risk of being abused. And at the moment, in this part of the world, there is no law that says if you know a child is being sexually abused, you must go off to the police or social services and report it. There may well be various professional obligations and duties that require you to do that sort of thing, but there's no law that says that you should. And we're a bit of an outlier because most countries in the West do have such laws. And it's a bit of a strange situation to think that here we are in 2024, there is no such law. Anyway, so last week, the the Home Office said in a press release that was published on Wednesday, the 21st of February, tougher laws protect children from sexual abuse. There will be a new legal requirement, and I'm quoting here, for those in required positions responsibility to report if they are made aware a child is being sexually abused. And it goes on to say in this release, children will be better protected from sexual predators under plans being brought forward by the Home Secretary. There will be a legal requirement for anyone in regulated activity concerning children in England, including teachers or healthcare professionals, to report if they know a child is being sexually abused. Those who fail to report child sexual abuse they are aware of, failing short of their legal duties, face being barred from working with young people. At first blush, you may think, oh, that's a good bit of news, but I'm afraid, in my humble opinion, this is all as weak as ditch water. Those of us who work in this area and bring cases on behalf of survivors, people who've been abused as children or adults, know only too well that there are many cases which could have been avoided had the powers that be, whether it be social workers, managers in children's homes, teachers, whatever, had reported their concerns action may well have been taken as a result of that reporting and the predator, the perpetrator, would have been stopped in their tracks. 
thereby saving more children from being abused. Now, it is, in my um, opinion, not much use not to capture those situations where you think a child might be at risk of being abused or is being abused. Because you know, it's those situations that we need to be very concerned about. Because if we think a child is being abused or is at risk of being abused, then we want that reported. So that the concern can be investigated. And if the concern is made out, it's got some substance behind it, that child can be protected. To go and report only when you know the child is being abused is a sort of bit like shutting the stable door after the horse has, has bolted. And of course, if you think about it, how would you know for sure that the child was being abused unless you witnessed it? You know, that's, in my experience, that's so rare. That is just so rare. And what we are really concerned about is, as I said, reporting concerns and suspicions. Now, there are critics that say, oh, you know, the police and child protection agencies are going to be overwhelmed. Well, that is not a good reason for not having an effective law. If other countries can manage all of this, why can't we? Now, in Australia, you know, each state in Australia has its own laws. And my understanding is that, yes, when mandatory reporting was introduced, there was a spike in reporting. And a lot of the concerns proved to be not of um, significance. But there was an increase in viable concerns. And so the wheat was sorted out from the chaff. So in my interpretation of what has been happening in Australia, the law is effective. Yes, there was a spike in reporting, but in that spike, whilst there was a lot of chaff, there was, however, wheat, and more wheat to investigate, so to speak, than there would have been had this law not been in place. So in other words, more children were at risk were identified and more perpetrators were identified. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? An effective law. And of course, behind all of this is the need to change culture because this law, a mandatory law, is not simply about carrot and stick and punishing those who fail to report. It's about driving through a cultural change because all of us who know how it works in, in practice, and from my team's perspective, we see what happens when it all goes wrong. We see cultural failings, those in positions of authority not reporting. The blinkers go on, they ignore what's going on in front of them, and, and so on. And there is a lack of accountability. And we've seen that with the grooming scandals, Rochdale, Robram, and so on. There's no dare I say it, leadership when it comes to the question of accountability, being held to account for a failed child protection system. And that, if I may say so, 
is a real problem. And until that sort of cultural issue is addressed, you know, we need we need to be very frank and say there has to be an effective mandatory reporting law so that all concerns, all suspicions are reported and are properly investigated. And, and until we have that in place, then I fear we are not going to get the cultural shift that is needed. Whilst on the issue of accountability, of course, I complain up and down the land, so to speak, and I actually complained to the Home Secretary the other week about um, their the government's victims bill, which, in my or uh, my interpretation, specifically specifically excludes accountability. In other words, you know, this victims bill is designed to give victims greater purchase in the justice system. Great, and there's a victim and there's a victims code which all those working in the criminal justice system must adhere to. Again, great, and the idea behind the Victims' Bill is to put this Victims' Code on a statutory footing. As I said, it's all about giving victims and survivors a greater say in the justice system, which is terribly important. But in this Victims' Bill, and this is what I tackled the Home Secretary about face-to-face when we met, is a provision that excludes accountability. So my interpretation is that this bill, if it's enacted, says... Here we are, victims of crime, survivors. Um, we're giving you these rights, but if we don't adhere to them, tough. You can't really do anything about it. Well, that's no good, is it? Again, unless you want effective change and really give victims and survivors a greater say in the justice system, and then you are going to need accountability. And I said that to the Home Secretary, who I think is obviously quite capable of speaking for himself, but my feeling was he hadn't appreciated this position until I spouted out for him. Now, being cynical, I can see why politicians would not want accountability in this proposed act. You know, I suspect this clause has been deliberately put in excluding accountability to avoid accountability well that's just useless in my in 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 my way of thinking so it all comes back to this issue of well if there's to be an effective law on mandatory reporting we have to accept that there is going to have to be accountability it's not about punishing people it's about making sure that concerns are reported and acted upon. Absolutely necessary. And it dovetails in with the point that I'm making about accountability. Because survivors and victims of crime generally ought to be able to hold the justice system and child protection to account when it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Anyway, so that's where we are. I hope it all makes sense where I'm coming from. The campaign will go on. We campaign to ensure that there is an effective mandatory reporting law. And I will be going to Parliament next month once again, and I'll be raising all of this. Whether we'll be successful in the end or not, I do not know. But there has to be an effective 
mandatory reporting law. To, otherwise, it's it's just window dressing, and it's and this law should have cover a wide range of adults that work with children, not to just teachers and health professionals. What about youth leaders? What about those in the voluntary sector working with young people and the churches and so on? All of them should be subjected to the same law. They all have the same responsibilities. It's it's no good just picking out one group of individuals. You've got to cover all individuals. So I will bring this to a close now. I hope this podcast was of some interest. If you have any thoughts or questions, please don't hesitate, hesitate to get in touch with me. And we always welcome suggestions for future podcasts. So on that note, thank you for listening.